There are all kinds of creatures in the Dungeons & Dragons Monster Manual, but we don't think it's fair to label them all as monsters. Well, some of them might be really nice. Maybe even new best friend kind of nice. So each episode, we look at a new entry and decide once and for all, are they fiends or are they friends? Welcome to Monster Friends. This week, we make friends with Death Knight. Yeah, what's up? Are you afraid of ghosts? I mean, no. I I lived in a haunted house with a ghost, and that was scary sometimes. But in general, I I'm okay with ghosts. Yeah, ghosts are. I don't know. I think if I actually had like a real experience with a ghost, I'd be pretty scared. I'd be scared. Yeah, I I mean, if the ghost that lived in my house was, you know, not just a child that just wanted to have fun. Um, it probably would have been a lot scarier, but she wasn't like trying to kill us or anything. As far as I'm aware, maybe I'm just completely unobservant and she was definitely trying to murder us. Okay. Well, (laughs) (laughs) children are capable of murder. Um, what do we have here today? Uh, well, I mean, it's a night. It's a death. I called it a death night because. Holy fuck. Are you, wait, really? Yeah. Because, uh, it reminded me of fire emblem alex am i right do you know what this is called a death night it's called a death night oh my god really last episode this is the last episode you won you you beat i win you beat monster friends i'm a winner uh yeah no this is called a death night yeah i because he's a knight he's just he's just armor basically i yeah i wrote dark knight and then i was like no what is what is the name of jerizza's character and it's Death Knight. And I was like, he's a Death Knight. He looks like a Death Knight. Plus, he's got, like, Grim Reaper hands. Yeah, he definitely has bony hands. It's like, are you a skeleton under there? It's so funny. I wrote, ghost haunting a suit of armor. Bony hands. <laughs> yeah, he has a he has a helmet that covers in his, his entire face with, like, a tiny slit so you can see his glowing eyes. Yeah. He's it, got a purple cape. He's got a sword on his back and, like, got, a big copper torch thingy. He's got one of those beach wraps around his waist but he also he has two of them so he's like oh i can wear it three ways i used to work at bikini village and we sold those and i had to like demonstrate all the different ways you could wear them and i never once thought to just put it on as a cape genius yeah i mean well once you're undead i guess you can't just walk into stores so like there's the one store that'll like sell you a thing you just gotta buy a lot of that one thing and then make it work for you yeah make it work um, I wrote Flame Torch. He's got Flame Torch. Yeah. He's got Killer Rabbit Eyes, but I misspelled Rabbit. I forgot a B. So it's <laughs> Ribbit. Ribbit? So he's a little froggy. <laughs> uh, feather or smoke plume coming out of his crown? I think head? I think it's a really big feather. Yeah, like a plume. Yeah. Um, um, I think he looks like he belongs in a Zelda game. You he, say Fire Emblem, which is also very accurate. He actually looks a lot like the Black Mage from like the early Final Fantasy because if you look it up, he's just like a blue wizard hat with like big yellow eyes and then like a wizard cape. That's what he looks like. Yeah. 
Very cute. Um, yeah, yeah, he's a uh, yeah, he's he's a death knight. Yeah. Man, I'm so impressed. Thank you. I'm impressed too. Well, I guess that we can skip the next question, which is what do you think it's called? I know what it's called. <laughs> I got it. So let's just go straight to uh, what do you what do you think it's good at? Uh, okay, so strength I wrote depends on his vitamin D intake when he was alive. Okay. Um, dexterity, I wrote all bone, no muscles. It's really hard for fine motor movements to exist when you're only bones. Also, when you have such a huge, heavy set of armor on yeah. you. Uh, constitution, I wrote flame boy. <laughs> uh, in the Fire Emblem games, the Death Knight has a very high constitution. Okay. To the point where, like, you... Uh, Unless you get a crit on him, if he hits back, he'll always crit and you'll always die. So, Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah. Intelligence lost 21,000 souls. <laughs> um, charisma. He's got no mouth hole for speaking in his armor, which means he probably also doesn't have a tongue because he's a skeleton. And it's very hard to articulate when you don't have a tongue. Also, when you have a mask over your face, as we have all learned this year and if you haven't learned that don't listen to this podcast because <laughs> i do not support your lifestyle choices uh, yeah unless you just haven't left your house since march um wisdom <laughs> yeah you don't have to wear a mask inside your own home wisdom he did he did um okay he got himself he got himself got um yeah he is he is very strength yeah plus five strength zero dexterity plus five constitution uh one intelligence, three wisdom, and four charisma. Which, uh, so you you were pretty right, but um, the strength and charisma. Well, it'll all make sense in a in a second. Like the charisma, you you thought that they would have no charisma, um, but I'll get to that in a minute, and then you'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, it makes sense why they have strong or high charisma. Hit me, tell me, tell me about it. Before we can talk about death knights, just in general, we have to talk briefly about paladins. Um, I know what a paladin is. Yeah, so in in D anD D, uh, paladins are the holy warrior, frontline melee fighters of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. They are stereotypically a bit of a stick in the mud because they take a hard line stance on what is good and just, and they will not deviate from that. So, kind of like old school Captain America or Superman. You know, it's like this is what's good, this is what's bad. If you are not good, you are bad. That is that is it. I'm a bit of a paladin. Um, Superman, I think, is still a little bit like that. I don't really read Superman comics. Captain Boring. America has changed a little bit, um, especially during the Civil War comic storyline. Not so much the movies, but that's a whole other thing that we're not going to talk about. I talk about comics too much on this sometimes. We should do a podcast where we just cover different comic book characters. Probably. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, so uh, that's kind of what paladins are like, but not every paladin, uh, like they all have different takes on what equates to like being good. good and just they get their powers from a god but also from their devotion to justice mm -hmm. uh so paladins get that power from like like i said from the justice but also they get it by swearing a sacred oath which uh, commits them to a path of justice and righteousness and there are different types of oaths that can be taken uh so different paladins follow different paths uh, which is why they all have sort of different definitions. Uh, they're all come down from different gods and that sort of stuff. So that's why there's slightly different definitions, what's good and what's just. But all of them uphold 
goodness. And I mean that in the sense of like good versus evil in the D&D alignment system. Yeah. Because every paladin is good. Like you cannot have an evil paladin in the alignment system. Can you have a chaotic good? Yeah. Anything, anything that is good, a paladin can be. They are normally lawful good. But that's boring, so guys, stop always making lawful good paladins. Yeah. There is one exception to the no evil paladins. Is it Death Knights? Uh, almost. Oh. Oathbreaker paladins. Oh. Uh, an Oathbreaker paladin or a fallen paladin uh, are paladins that have broken their sacred oath. So whatever goodness or sense of justice that was inside of them has been destroyed and they are now purely evil. Um, and this is where death knights come in. So if a paladin has broken their oath and then it dies, mm-hmm. it is possible for them to be transformed into a death knight, uh, which is basically an undead hate machine with all of the powers of a paladin. So these things will fuck you up. So remember when I said that they have high strength and they have high charisma? Yes. Um, that's because they are paladins. They used to be paladins and now they're dead paladins. And paladins have high strength and charisma. Yeah. So charisma is their, like in a mechanical sense, uh, is their spellcasting yeah. power. I know that because um, I'm a spellcaster. Yeah. So that's their, their charisma score has to be high because that's where they get their, well, more specifically, I guess, um, their strength of convictions is where they get their, uh, spell casting powers from and that's represented by a charisma score so it's not just like charisma is one of those stats that kind of gets shoehorned into being like oh well this person is always always very attractive and very well spoken but that's not it doesn't have to be that it can be you can be ugly and well spoken yeah and <laughs> you don't even have to be well spoken if you just like walk into a room and you just exude uh, a presence that is part of your charisma. charisma so like it doesn't even have to be a good presence it just as long as you are somebody who sucks the air out of the room and yeah. not necessarily in a bad way but when they walk in everyone's like huh that person who that yeah exactly like lounge lizards and stuff like that <laughs> yeah Maybe they walk into the room you're like ooh, but then you're also like ooh. yeah so all of the divine powers, all of the spells, everything the paladin could do in real life, the death knight can do in death, except for cast healing spells. But, like, if you're undead and you literally can't die, uh, you don't need healing spells anyway. You don't need to heal when you're dead. So when you when you strike down a death knight, mm-hmm. uh, they will always rise again. The only way for a death knight to permanently die is for them to willingly atone for their wickedness and by asking for forgiveness for their evil deeds. That's on par with Fire Emblem 2. Yeah. But also everyone in Fire Emblem dies at least once and comes back. <laughs> You're like, I killed you off like two years ago. And they're like, no, what are you talking about? I'm part of the story. You can't kill me off. I've got plot armor. Yeah. There, it's basically death in Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Unless it's one of your teammates who you accidentally killed in a battle and you're like, fuck, well, he's never coming back. I've only ever lost one of them. But death in Fire Emblem is like death in a comic book. Don't trust it. They'll be back soon. But yeah, so if they can somehow redeem themselves for all of their sins, uh, then and only then will a death knight permanently die. So that kind of seems like a death knight will live forever, right? Because like if they broke their oath, they already don't care about that. So why would they atone for it? Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where it gets, I think it gets interesting because obviously some paladins break their oaths on purpose. 
And those are like the capital O Oathbreaker Paladins. But not every oath or not every paladin breaks their oath on purpose. Like sometimes uh, in the life of an adventurer, and I guess just in life in general, you're presented with like impossible choices. Yeah. Right. And the only option that you have is to pick the lesser of two evils. Mm -hmm. So there are paladins that have broken their oath that didn't want to, but had no other choice. And those are fallen paladins instead of pure like capital O oath breakers. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause you know, every mortal is fallible or whatever bullshit you want to put out there. Yeah. Uh, people make mistakes. We all fuck up once in a while. So the difference between an oath breaker and a fallen paladin is that fallen paladins will seek atonement and forgiveness for their actions. But the thing about that is in order to be forgiven, you need to seek absolution from another paladin or from a cleric that shares the same God as you. So that's all well and good. If you're in a city and you accidentally fucked up, you could just head over to the place and be like, Hey, uh, I'm sorry about this. And they'll be like, yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, but if you're in the, the dungeons under a ruined keep way out in the middle of the mountains, uh, it could take you like a month to get back to somebody. And if you die on the way back, Hey man, you can still turn into an oath breaker or a, a death knight, which is, you know, kind of shitty for them. So yeah, some death knights are like, uh, they chose to be evil and they're fine with being death knights, but some death knights were just a paladin that had a shitty day and desperately, desperately want atonement. But now they follow, uh, or now they're in the service of some evil overlord and they command an undead army and like, yo, how are you going to do good if you're in, in charge of all of this evil around you? Yeah. So I, I kind of think death knights are interesting. They can be very interesting. They could also be very boring and straightforward, Yeah, but I think there's a very cool story that you can tell with Death Knights. Absolutely. Um, so this is one of my favorite ideas of a monster. I don't know if it's my favorite like creature, but it's definitely it's the idea of it is very cool to me. And it's one of my favorite ideas so far, I think. Yeah, I like it. It's cool. It's neat. Yeah. It's nuanced. Could a person play a Death Knight? Um, no, you can't play a Death Knight. You can become a death knight. You can play uh, an oathbreaker paladin, and there are there are rules for that. Okay. And if you can play an oathbreaker paladin uh, in the actual rules, I'm like, if your dungeon master is okay with homebrewing some stuff, yeah, you could definitely end up playing a death knight. It would be weird playing a death knight unless you're doing like an evil campaign, though, because mm -hmm. like I just I don't see your players like other. In world, I don't see other player characters being like, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with this guy. Uh, we're all trying to do good. Here's Mr. Big Evil Man. Like this, this could, uh, Death Knight could be like almost an end game boss. Yeah. So it would be weird having that dude in your party if you're all trying to do good. Yeah, no, I but, see But you, you could mean. definitely, you could definitely do it because Oathbreaker Paladins exist. So like, and there are like homebrew stuff for undead characters and that sort of stuff. So yeah, you could definitely like work it out. Which would be cool, I think. Yeah, no, totally. Is that it? That's everything I have to say about it. It wasn't as funny as it normally is, but I think that's because I think they're really cool. Yeah, it doesn't have to be funny. It's just facts. Spitting straight fire today. Um, well, hmm. I have lots of questions. Yeah, shoot. But I only wrote one. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you can ask as many as you want. Uh, okay, here's my first question. Yeah. Um, if you were a ghost, what inanimate object would you possess? Like if I had to live inside an object? Yeah, but it has to be something that's like in the house. Everybody's house or our house? Our house. 
Uh, huh. I mean, I would probably, if it was me, I would probably live inside a guitar. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it would be pretty cool. These guitars hanging on the wall and all of a sudden they start playing I'd their own like spooky ghost music. Because I also feel like if I'm a ghost and I'm haunting a guitar, I would be way better at guitar than I am now. And right now I'm okay. Well, it's because the guitar is your whole life. But like, man, I could, I could shred some crazy ghost riffs if I lived inside a guitar as a ghost. That would be fun and spooky. I thought you just said shred some crazy ghost wrists. And I was like, um. Yeah, that's how I ended up dead. (laughs) Uh, I shredded my wrists. Oh, no. Paper shredders scare me. Blenders scare me. Food processors. Terrifying. This lockdown really got to me. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, if I had to possess an inanimate object, I would possess our shower. So that it wouldn't be possessed by whatever it's possessed by right now you you would regulate the temperature I would properly regulate the temperature using my 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 knowledge of homeostasis because what the fuck is wrong with our shower <laughs> goes ice cold to burning hot within seconds within and you're like ah you're just i don't like know how to deal standing with it there. you're not even touching anything and it's like <laughs> yeah it goes it goes from iceberg that sunk the titanic to uh, the fires of hell. The fires of hell. And it just shouldn't even be able to get that hot. It's no. actually really concerning. Uh, what was my... Oh, if you had an oath that you broke, what was that? What would that oath be? I mean, that's a deep question. I know, right? Do you have trying, an answer? Can you answer that question and I'll think about it while you're answering? I was trying to think of, like, what even is an oath? Like, I guess, like, you take, like, an oath of truth when you're in court. And, like, I've definitely said like swear on the bible before but been lying um so <laughs> i went to catholic school it's fine guys god uh, forgives me for everything you know what i mean there's not a lot of like oaths or anything like Weddings that that I've, are oaths. That, I, that I've taken yeah but i have definitely ran climbed and jumped in a laser quest and i told them that i wouldn't <laughs> uh, I think I think I've broken the player's code in Laser Quest, and that's that's about the only thing I've sworn I wouldn't do. Yeah, I'm sure that I've I'm sure that I've like stood in places where there's no standing signs and smoked in places where there's no smoking signs, and you know those little things. Because I think like an oath is like something that's like a law, right? Uh, yeah, but I think you have to like if there's a sign that says no smoking or no skateboarding or whatever. I didn't agree to that. So I didn't break an oath by doing a kickflip down that four set. Okay. Oath is a solemn promise about your behavior or your actions. Often when you take an oath, the promise invokes a divine being. For example, you might swear to God that something is true or swear on the Bible that something is true. I think I think I got that. I think we got it. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I swore that I wouldn't run in Laser Quest and I fucking sprinted in Laser Quest. <laughs> What? You're not supposed to run and, what, you jog? No, you're supposed to, like, walk. walk. And you're not supposed to duck. And you're not supposed to cover your target so and all that stuff. stupid. Yeah, I mean, I get why they say it. Because it's kind of like, a, hey, we told you not to jump off of stuff. It's your fault that you're hurt now. Because um, if they're just like, go nuts, they'd be liable for a lot more things. Yeah. Like, I've definitely signed, like, release forms in terms of service before. I don't know if God's involved in any of those things. He might have been. 
Well, it depends on who you think God is. If you think God is our corporate overlords, then yeah, yeah. he's involved. <laughs> um, great. Who's your favorite Fire Emblem character, Kyle? I don't know. Uh, in one of the, I can't remember which game it is, but there's one whose name is Kyle, so he's probably my favorite. Yeah, I do know about the Kyle from him from Fire Emblem. He's in one of the older games, but I can't remember which game it was. I think my favorite character is Sylvain, and so I pulled up a Sylvain quote that I think is pertinent to this episode. Um, you know how characters always have lines after they like <laughs> after they kill something or like you know whatever. Like anytime they do anything in battle, like you select them, they're like, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm Ferdinand von Eyer. Um, I found a quote from Sylvain that I always think is very funny. Anytime he kills someone, sometimes he says, don't bother haunting me. And I think <laughs> that is hilarious. That's pretty good. And there are several characters in the series, three like in three houses that are terrified of ghosts. Like, terrified of ghosts. And so all of their battle quotes are like, please don't become a ghost and haunt me. Like, it's so funny. And I love it. I think one of my favorite characters in Fire Emblem, like the new one that I actually know things about, because mm -hmm. like, like I said, Kyle is my favorite because my name, but I played it so long ago. Who remembers? Uh, Hilda in the new one is one of my favorites. But I think that's mostly because uh, I don't think she's supposed to be a good, like a strong character or whatever. Yeah. Um. Because her attitude is very like, oh, I don't like fighting. Oh, I, I'm afraid of axes. But she is so strong she's in mind. She's so strong. <laughs> so I think it's so funny when she like demos people with her like fucking war hammer. And then she's like, mm, professor, I don't think I'm good at fighting. I'm like, you won the war. Yeah. You <laughs> killed everybody. Everyone. You are so strong. <laughs> so she's my favorite, but not because she's actually like my favorite. Just because in my playthrough, she... She has become the strongest character that I have other than my own character. She's really hated because she has a, a I guess, like a co combat art where she can get other males around her to, to fight for her. Like kind of like the dancer class where like they can grant them a second move. Hilda can do that. But for like a male around her, which I think is, I think if I was a character in Fire Emblem, it would be that. I yeah. Now that you say that, yeah, hundred percent, that's what you are. I'm like, I can't open this jar. <laughs> I don't want to. Anyway. So, uh, rating. Rating. What do you think a Death Knight is? I think that Death Knights are kind of cool. Um, they're kind of complicated. They have a lot of like things going on. I think that they're the most human monster. They are. They're a little bit edgelordy. Yeah, a little but, bit. Like, like in the interesting good way, as opposed to the on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> being like, uh, what is it? Oh, what's that subreddit where they're like, tell me I'm wrong or like, are am I the asshole? No, the one where it's like. Uh, unpopular opinions, but then, like, yeah, I guess it's unpopular opinions. And they're, like, they say something that's so fucking, like, crazy. You're, like, oh, my God, like, this isn't real. And then it's, like, a 13-year-old kid. You're yeah, like, it's yeah. the meme of the guy at a table with the, like, statement, prove me wrong or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's the pr um, prove me wrong. I think there's actually a subreddit called prove me wrong. Um, but, yeah. I, I think that they, I don't know, scale of 1 to 10, I'd say like a 3.5, maybe a f strong 4. 
So leaning more towards fiend than friend. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it would be hard to be friends with them. Yeah. I mean, even if they're one of like the the good ones, like the ones that don't want to be death knights and just had a bad day. So even if they're like one of the good ones, they're still still a harbinger of evil and destruction. And I don't need that in my life. Yeah. I mean, well, you already have that in your life with me. But, um, (laughs) but, um, uh, yeah, that I think, I think I like them maybe a little bit. I like them. Not friends. Definitely fiends. Definitely fiends. But they have the potential to potentially be a friend. Yeah, but they have to like be redeemed. And at that point, then they are stop being death knights. So I I don't think it's possible for them to be a friend. Friends to fiends. Oh, Never thought of that, did you? <laughs> yeah, is that... He's a friend to Fiend. That sounds like a sequel for something, but I don't know what. Friend to... Well, friend, friendly Fiends. And then... Friend two friends, to, two Fiends. Two Fiends. Anyway, all right. Have a wonderful afternoon. Evening. Morning. Whatever time you're whatever. listening to this. Later, everybody. Bye. We'll be back next week with another episode of We Have Dark Vision. But in the meantime, why not swing by our website, wehavedarkvision.com, or follow us on Instagram at wehavedarkvision, or Twitter at darkvisioncast.